guys, welcome to the Melanated Way. I'm super excited about this, uh, covering this new show. We're all about to learn some things. We're all about to eat some Wheaties. And I'm most excited for my co-host, who will be joining me weekly, has all the insight, all the knowledge. He's been on international TV before for this exact thing. And we always learn from him. Everyone, welcome Gerard Clark. Hello, hello. How you doing, everybody? Fabulous, fabulous, fabulous. Okay, so first, everyone's going to ask me to get some of the other stuff out of the way. So before I get all started, you guys, bottom of the screen, you can see where you can support the show. Uh, don't forget to like and subscribe. Gerard has a bunch of stuff coming up uh, that he will talk about, and uh, you'll be able to go and support him as well. And in the meantime, everyone wants to know what you have been up to since we last saw you on our television screens. Well, first and foremost, uh, uh, after the show, uh, me and my wife, we kind of got back to foundation. So took time to work on uh, cultivating our businesses, uh, just strengthening our foundation so that when we decided to move forward with somebody, there would be uh, there would be no issues on our end. We would be completely sure in you know what it is we were going to deal with. So all of those things, we just been focusing really focusing on you know, making sure that we had a solid foundation, focused on our business, focused on the kids. And now we feel like uh, that we've got back to dating. We were able to lock in exactly the type of person we needed as well as what we wanted instead of just focusing on, you know, one or the other. Okay. So are you guys dating? Yes, we are. Uh, oh, we are. What's that looking like? It's looking pretty good. Um, <laughs> I believe in, in in things. I believe in speaking. Very oh wait, you're cutting out. Hello. Oh, there. You cut out a little bit. You believe in manifesting things, and what was the other thing? Well, I believe in manifesting things, but I also believe that. You don't always let the left hand know what the right hand doing, right? Oh, so, so are you trying to tell me that you're not going to tell us what your dating life is like? Do I need to call your wife in on this or what? I'm I mean, say you're listening to me. You know, she like a glamour. Like, ah. <laughs> but <laughs> I just want to make sure, you know, I want to go ahead and solidify what it is before I start introducing it to everybody. Cause you know you're gonna you're gonna introduce this person to the scrutiny to public eye and you know I want to make sure that we are past the the dating phase before uh, so you know I just want plus for me I ain't want to be like hey, this person a week later it's like I find out some uncovered secret and then you know they out the door gotcha. Okay, so Seeking Brother Husband, you guys, everyone has been talking about this for months and months and months. It's finally here. Uh, I recently just watched it, so it's all fresh in my mind. But what were your over thought, or overall thoughts on this very first episode? Um, I feel like a continued way to like just emasculate. I don't really know what's going on in society. If you're too masculine, you're a man, it, you get shot. 
Okay, wait, time out. Because you're saying some good stuff, but you keep cutting out. Okay, let's see. Because I mean, I'm on. Uh, I think it's coming in. What I'm going to do is. Okay, do I sound any better? So far, so good. Uh, the live chat is saying, yes, I'm hearing every other word. Uh, so let's see. Are you there still? I think his screen froze. So we're having a few technical difficulties. Hold on with us. Okay, that, say something. Testing, Still cutting out a little bit. Hmm. Can we try changing your screen a little again and see if that changes things? Mm. Uh, is that any better? A little bit, but you still had a little bit of a cutout. And I want to make sure that everyone gets to hear all the things, all the wisdom. Okay. We are not getting it from this first episode i'll tell you that i hear i hear and it seems to be smooth on my end but i'm i'm like i have i have all my bars uh that's been good so far so let's go with that for now and see what happens all right all right let me know if it gets too crazy uh for you okay so overall thoughts again yeah um basically what i was saying was I feel that the direction that this show is, is pushing the emasculation of men. Um, the majority of the individuals on this show seem to exemplify that of someone with no backbone. Um, I'm trying to be, I'm trying to be sensitive to it. Let's just be real, like um, the women run the show. And if that's what they, and now here I am, I'm never going to judge somebody for what works for them, but I don't feel that in the heart of hearts and most with most of these men, it's working for them. Now, people will say uh, when TLC was doing Sick and Sister Wives, why can't these women have brother husbands and all this? They removed the they removed the giving the woman the ability to make a choice. They saying, oh, she don't even got a choice. You're just telling her what she can do until they realize the woman has decided to move forward with you on that. On this flip side, these men are kind of giving pushback. I don't really necessarily want to do this, but I'm going to do it because you want to do it. And that's not that's that's never the basis of, of any poly relationship. So I feel like they're doing is showing relationships where people are settling to avoid conflict, to avoid maybe the separation, is putting these people in a position where, well, what's the worst that can happen? The worst that can happen is me, like I said, having to do that divorce or separation thing. And the women know that. The women know that. And since they know that, they now have the power to manipulate the relationship. And you never should be manipulating anything. It should be a joint venture. So. Okay, so my overall thoughts is very similar to 
what you just said. I've said it with seeking sister wife. I'm going to say it with seeking brother husband. I feel like I've yet to see a couple that actually wants to be in this and, and actually both have come to terms with, Hey, the, I'm comfortable with this. I want this to be the lifestyle that I lead. I want this to be like a community except for you and your wife. And um, what's her name? Tanya. Um, Is it Tanya? Uh, from, uh, from from your season, um, um, you're talking about. Oh my God! See, I'm gonna be. In, I I can't remember. I've, I'm only still. I'm gonna tell you. It's uh, Tasha. Tasha. Tasha, yeah. and Sidian. They were the only other couple that I communicated with regularly. Uh, they were the only other couple who. What what is normal nowadays anyway, but for lack of a better term, they was the only other couple that I had a normal conversation with and we had a normal understanding because regardless of whether our dynamics looked alike, it was still a mutual respect between husband and wife with, with both couples. That's how I feel. So that's those are the only couples or like, what do you guys, what is it when you're, is it still considered couples? It's throuples? I don't know, whatever. Those, you guys were the only ones that I thought, okay, maybe they're actually living the lifestyle. What I saw on this first episode is a bunch of husbands that were like, I don't. Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ollie is here to help. Ollie invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber to improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. More than just melatonin, Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way at Ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. I'm going to lose my partner, so I'm just going to go with what she says she's doing. I mean, let's even start with this first couple. Okay, so Elisa and Mike. Uh, Elisa is 32, Mike is 35, and they explain, and I wanna ask you if you agree with the explanation. So they first explain, and I'm gonna go step-by-step step, you guys because I feel like I've learned <laughs> some things. Okay, so- let me, see, let me see what you picked up. Okay, so polyandry, so, poly, so living a polyamorous lifestyle, there are many different terminologies. And so poly, poly polygamy, right? Remember, Amory was the umbrella term poly. So it was polygyny, polygamy, polyandry, polyamory. Okay, say that one more time. Polygamy. Uh, polygyny. Uh, polygyny. Polygamy. Polyamory. Yeah, see, guys, then I don't know nothing. <laughs> no, you, 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 you still go to say in terms of how, uh, how those develop, you know, and, and, you know, from the, the, the first, the first one, polygyny. Polygyny followed polygamy, followed by polyamory, followed by polyamory. Okay. 
I just want to say polyamory is the umbrella term for everything falls there. And polyamory means multiple loves. Multiple loves. On the male and female side. Male or female. Okay. You're cutting out a little bit. So if some of you guys didn't hear that, uh, I'll put the list in the description at the end of the show. So, but we do have Elisa and Mike, right? And Elisa 32, Mike 35, uh, she explains polyandry as one woman having multiple husbands. And I was like, okay, I'm gonna, uh, I'll go with that for now. And so what she wants to do is she met this guy, they met at a music festival, um, they both say it was love at first sight, right? Okay, I'll go with that. Opposite personality. She feels like she is spontaneous. He's more rigid. She's a social media manager. He's a mechanical engineer. But they've been married, and they've been married for like four years. But while they were dating, <laughs> while they were dating, so not even at the altar yet, and here's where I'm having an issue, while they were dating, she cheated. And she says that she was cheated because she met someone that she had an intense connection with and therefore could not let go of that connection. And I was like, well, then why did you go ahead and get married then? This is what I'm trying to understand because what? my understanding, Gerard, is that, okay, you get into, and I'm going to take this down for a second, you get into, uh, polygamous lifestyle to live like a community and all the adults and if they're kids, all the kids, everyone lives like a community and everyone supports each other and the love is there because you guys are also grown adults, right? That's my general understanding. So why then get married, commit to one person and then you've already cheated on them. You haven't even started your marriage the proper way because you already cheated. You're absolutely correct. I mean, thank you. Yeah, uh, here's the thing with that situation. He found what what we call in. Uh, I'm not even going to call it in, in my world because it, it's a pretty universal term. She found what we call a simp. This is a person who basically she found security in, mostly probably financial, and. Regardless of whether they, it might not even be completely financial, but all women desire one thing, you know, regardless of your sexual orientation, all women desire security. Now, for a man to provide that security, he has to provide, uh, and that doesn't always mean financial, but for most people, providing a financial source of income, they're not worried about how they're going to get the next meal. I did that. Of security for her but what he did by which is this is me just there's no flame there right there's there's she's spontaneous he's so basically they're on different ends of the spectrum she's looking for something fun and in a in a in a, in a nice way she's saying you don't excite me you don't excite me i couldn't even wait I couldn't even talk to you. I couldn't bring it to you. So I don't respect you. So now you don't excite me. 
I don't respect you. And if he and if and if I as a man, if I don't excite this woman, if this woman does not respect me enough to even come to me with her innermost thoughts and feelings, then you've already lost. But strike three was the fact that you cheated and then you're going to introduce to me a lifestyle that allows you to have <laughs> a I lack, right? Let me go. Let me go be fulfilling to somebody and you go live fighting life. You understand what I'm saying? Like here's what here's what I don't get. Why is he allowing it though? Why is he not because it's clear? I and see, and when I speak this language, you oh you if you have to say you're an alpha, you're not an alpha. And look, here's look, everybody plays a role. Everybody's not gonna be a hard uh man's man right he's very intellectual and i know he's smart enough to know and see what is going on but he probably loves that girl he's probably he's probably found a connection in her deeper than what she has found in him so i to you brother uh if you you see this run get up out of there get up out of there you ever be fulfilled as a man you might you 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 might be fulfilled as a husband because you get to wear a hat and you get to serve your purpose as a husband but you will never be fulfilled as a man i promise you that Woof. They, i mean you heard it right here you heard it right there um but yeah. two other people on the show too but c cruz says some of the men did seem like introverts do you think being an introvert is part of the reason why they're not standing up for themselves so to speak Stevie says real talk. Quite the possibility. Uh someone not who somebody who's not open to begin with. Introverts are are very uh inclusive. So once they open their life up to that other person, they haven't probably fully even opened themselves completely to their spouse. Now you want to open them up to a whole nother individual. Mm, didn't think of it that way. So it's like it's like find me first before you bring somebody in. and see that's the whole thing with polygamy or polygyny how can i look to bring in another wife into my marriage and i don't know my first i don't know the wife that i've been with for, for in my example you know 15 years being together if i don't know her by now then i'm never gonna know her so for somebody who's just getting started you don't know that person enough to to even know what they're what they're capable of. You know, you're getting with potential. He's getting with potential. But they've been married for four years. Four years. They they just getting out the honeymoon phase. They ain't married. The work you all the fluffy Google Gaga stuff is out the door. Now you're getting hit with real stuff. Now they're married. They married just started now. Okay, so, so here's what I'm going to say. When I saw this guy's face, when she was talking about bringing in another partner, first of all, that's not what they're doing. She's justifying cheating on her husband while still having her husband, like you said, provide for her and have the security of saying, oh, I'm married. Because 
I have yet to hear in any of the shows that I've watched, in any of the things, Gerard, where we talk about polygamy and polyamorous lifestyle, where, oh, the rules are that you can't bring the person to the house. They can't sleep in our bed. They can't sleep in the second room. I don't feel comfortable with this. He literally said that he doesn't feel comfortable with it. He literally said that he is not really on board. He's not on board. So why are we why are we here? Because it's clear that you're not really comfortable with this lifestyle. And it's clear that you don't want to share your wife. And you don't actually really want to have that community lifestyle. What you are doing is allowing, and that's a bad term. What you are doing is no, 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 no. You do what you're doing. Go back. Take back. Right. I just feel like he's allowing himself to be disrespected under the sanctity of saying, well, I'm married. Do you know what I mean? And I don't want to lose my wife. And maybe he thinks she's the most beautiful thing that roams the earth. Maybe he thinks that it's a number thing. He's 35. He should be married and kids and all the things and all the things. But you could tell by his face, you guys, that he absolutely did not want to be a part of this. And then his words said the same thing when he was like, well, what were the ground rules? And then when she said, which was confusing to me, she said, well, would you want to meet him? And he was like, eh, well, maybe she's like, well, that would be weird. Like, why would you want to meet him? So then that's not what this is. So going back to polyandry if it's polyandry and you're supposed to have multiple husbands does it mean that your multiple husbands don't ever interact it was very confusing this first couple you guys elise elisa and mike i don't feel like they're really living the lifestyle from my understanding of what the lifestyle is now i only know a little bit and i'm still learning and i'm hoping to learn more from the show but if polyandry is one woman having multiple husbands, why would you not want your multiple husbands to interact with each other? Why are you hiding it? And why is the other husband or partner not allowed into the apartment, not allowed to sleep in the second room? You don't want them to meet. It's very bizarre. The open let's just let's it's 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 a, just, just hey, you're cutting out. Hello? Okay. Okay. You guys bear with us. Technology is always out of our hands. So we got to do what we got to do, what we got to do. So I think, oh, you're back. Are you better? No better? Little, I could hear that. Uh, yeah, I hear a little, a little, a little yeah. Hello. Yes. Yeah, can we try something? Yeah, let me know. Can we can we have you try exiting out for a minute and then coming back on? Okay, so we're going to try that. And in the meantime, you guys, shout out to the live chat. Hey, Stevie. Hey, Nadja. Lisa. Ramirez on Facebook over there. 
see Cruz. We appreciate you guys so very much. Thank you so much for standing by with us with our little bit of technical difficulties. Uh, Gerard will be back because this is a conversation that I've always wanted to have, right? Because I feel like as we move forward, especially in 2023, relationships are just not, they're not just one thing now. There are multiple things. And being introduced to seeking brother husband, I wonder if there's a standard. Is there a standard of, of, living a polyamorous lifestyle or is everyone just making it up as they go? Because I feel like every couple is completely different and every couple has different rules to what they agree with and what they don't agree with, what they accept and what they don't accept. And so for the lay person like myself, who knows not a lot about this lifestyle and I absolutely could not live this lifestyle because I've told you guys this before in the past. I just, I couldn't share my partner with someone. I just, I'm not down. I'm not down. And if I wanted to have multiple partners, then just stay single. That's still my mentality. But I understand that that's not everyone's mentality. I understand that, you know, that it, listen, I'm learning so much stuff this year between this show and the other way that I just think I need to learn more. But I do think that Elisa and Mike, one of these people in this partnership is not really feeling this lifestyle either. And that's Mike. Um, so, oh, let's, let's hope. Fingers crossed. Do, 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 do. Did it work? Oh. Say something else. Testing one, two. It's weird. It's like a little bit better. So I think we're just gonna have to roll with it and we'll try to have to fix it last next time. Okay. I don't know. I, I always have a problem with my uh, uh, another uh, another person that I uh, do some stuff with. We use StreamYard, and, and I I seem to have issues. Mic now, if I use a sip, an external mic, not the microphone on my, I mean, I I have hit issues hearing people. But I mean, Wi-Fi, internet, and service is great. I don't understand the connection, but yeah, I don't know either. It's I mean, I don't know. It could be anything, really. I hear you. And I hear you clear and then it cuts out a little bit, like one or two words will go out. Okay. Maybe. Is it, is it better if I, or cause the mic has the auto adjust. So maybe I should turn the auto adjustment off in the settings. Let's see that. Let's try that because you have such knowledge and I want everyone to get it. I've had the privilege of picking his brain and uh that interview you guys is up on this channel it's it's there so you can go check that out as well um it is in the seeking sister wives part uh did you turn it off uh yes can you hear me better i think so let's try okay i i hear you great you sound everything yeah, I have an external mic too, though. I'm kind of cheating it. Like I have an external, external mic. Um, so I was saying that I feel like Elisa and Mike are not a great representation of living the lifestyle. I think that they are just really wanting to, well, she specifically is really wanting to date other people outside of her marriage. And why I also say that too is because even when she was setting up her dating profile, she went to her parents' house. So she made it separate and apart from something that maybe she should be doing with her partner. She went to her parents' house, had her mom set up the pictures for her, 
And I was laughing because her mom, her parents aren't even really for it either. Her dad said barely anything. He's looking at her like, I couldn't do it. And he was shocked that she wanted to bring other people into the relationship. And here I think it's a missed opportunity as well, right? Because they're just thinking, and sorry, you guys, sorry, not sorry, but they're literally just thinking that their daughter is a hoe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pops is like, I didn't, I, I raised a hot box. Like, that's like, that's, you know, it, you know, where I'm from, you know, they say she hot in the pants, that little girl hot in the pants. It's like, she, that's, that's what it is. Like, if you, with your partner, you're just basically trying to, you're trying to fulfill something that is lacking within yourself. That's it. She's trying to fill a void. Uh, he's going to go along for the ride because, you know, if he leaves her, oh, you know, you couldn't handle it. And, you know, he's going to get blamed. You know, it's here's something I wanted to bring to you. Where's the accountability for Making everyone happy on vacation isn't easy, but you know what is? Going to Aruba. All you have to do is walk out your door to find pristine pools, relaxing white sand beaches, and an island teeming with outdoor activities that'll put a smile on any face. You won't just feel great, you'll all feel great, filled with a calmer, more peaceful vibe that radiates Aruba's warmth. And the best part is, it never fades. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your family trip at aruba.com for women in these situations. Oh, Lord. Let me read this and I'm going to, I'll respond to that. So Nadia says, I think Mike accepted it mentally, but when the time will come to bring the second man, he will be depressed. I think Nadia, he's already depressed. I don't think he actually accepted it mentally. And he definitely hasn't accepted the fact that his wife will be physical with somebody else because he's already saying, I don't want that to happen in my, my apartment. It can't happen in my bedroom. It can't happen in the second bedroom. And she's like, y'all can't even meet. So really what's the difference between, think about it, you guys, what's the difference of her cheating like she did before they got married and what she's trying to do now. She's just trying to cheat, but her husband knows about it. So he can't then be mad about it because she'll be like, well, I told you. This isn't polyandry. I'm, 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 who I don't believe there's a purpose for that. You know, there are women behind them and, and all that would have a woman believe that they should be our, they use those terms and they throw that out. But let's be completely, uh, there are more women than men. There are more women than men. There are more women in general are good men. So as those numbers in availability drop, there's more women who need the security of a there's a man a woman that's then secondly the accountability because when it speaking sister wife when we was talking about religion and having multiple wives everybody's getting a man even though the women are on board and agree and want it they still get on the man tested by but then they see their fellow sister a female 
husband is don't want no problem, and she's dressed, and they have say to her, go accountable. They're not holding accountable. I don't. I don't see no. Nah, nah. You, this ain't it. This ain't it. Good for her. That's the type of women y'all. Y'all hold each other. Okay, so some of that cut out, and I'm glad it did because <laughs> I think I might not be agreeing with a lot of what you're saying. So, just to recap for some of the stuff that cut out, Jordan's basically saying that women are not being held accountable by accountable by other women, and there's a whole like feminist movement where it's like women are empowering each other. However, they're not holding each other accountable and then they, then he went into the fact that there's a shortage of men and even more of a shortage of good men which is where he lost me because even if there were more women and not enough men how is how are the two related so you can't be like a strong feminist woman and be in a successful relationship that's solid that the two people that have come together love each other and respect each other because i mean okay oh okay so everyone wants to hear you it's really distracting with the perception i'm so understood everyone wants to hear you um but i guess they're having a hard time hearing you Nada Tata says, what about audio only? Or do you have a headset? Uh, I do have an eye kit. Can we try that? Yeah, if you. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna pop you off so that we're not all in your business. And I can see when you come back. So in the meantime, you guys, I, you know, what are your thoughts on polygamous relationships? What are your thoughts? Like, how are you going with the flow? Because, you know, we are just in a different time and a different generation. Like, what do you guys are thinking about, about these type of relationships and, and are people still getting married and, and, uh, is it important to just have one partner or are we just fluid and just kind of going with whoever and what, however in the moment? I'm curious because, again, I'm going to tell you, this does not seem like a polyamorous relationship, this first couple, Mike and Elisa. They just don't. They don't to me. And one of the things that I thought was interesting um, is that when she asked him, would you want to meet the other man? And he said, you know, maybe. And she was shocked, like she wouldn't want him to meet the other man. I was like, oh, I feel like maybe there was already another man involved. Because when you were, when she was specific, you guys, she's like, well, next week, I think you're going to a bachelor party. Like, what, what about then? Could I have someone over in the second room because you're not here? How is that this lifestyle? It doesn't seem like it's the lifestyle. It seems to me like... Elisa, 
if you're watching this at any point, it seems to me like maybe you've outgrown your husband. Maybe you have grown this relationship. And you even said that you want someone who's opposite of Mike. You want another partner who's more like you so that will help you grow in those areas. So the areas where you feel like you're spontaneous and you're doing all the things and Mike is Mr. Stable, mechanical engineer who's too rigid for you and you want to do all the fun things. That's what you're looking for. Yes, you got the stability. Maybe you bought a condo and, and living the life. And four years in, you're like, mm, maybe this is not what I really want. And instead of being a statistic where 50%, well, they say 50%. I don't know if that's still the stat, but a lot of marriages end in divorce. And so is that what you're trying not to do is end in divorce? Because I feel like you're going to end in divorce because Mike is going to start resenting you. And he's going to start resenting you as soon as you find that next person. And the simple fact that you went and built a whole dating site and then he had to ask if he could see it. And then he didn't like the wording that you used. You definitely were making him feel emasculated. And I know that I am not the only one that thought that. Ty says she's living her best life. Facts. She's living her best life. Um... Stevie says he's so hurt by her, but his pride keeps him in the marriage, that part. But Stevie, don't you think that the pride, what what's the saying? You guys know I'm terrible with saying, but pride comes before the fall. This marriage is going to fall apart and he's going to be really resentful. So if I was him, I would take the pride and walk away with your head held high and find someone who equally loves you and wants to be with you as you want to be with them. Um. Ian Gonzalez says she just wants to cheat because the poor guy's face says it all and no offense, but she ain't all that. Oh, whoa. Um, she definitely just wants to cheat. Uh, she definitely just wants to be in an outside relationship. Testing, testing, testing. Testing, testing. Can you hear me? Oh, my God. That's amazing. <laughs> oh, my I, God. That's I, I, amazing. I, I believe it definitely is uh, the cell phone mic uh, to stream yard. Yeah, so Holla. we got the gold, the golden child here. The golden child is back with his golden microphone. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And now we will be able to hear him. Okay, yeah, we're good to go now. Oh, we're good to go, Vanessa. We're good to go. Audio issues. Hey, Vanessa, how you doing? I, I, Audio I like issues. that name. Oh, oh, calm down. He's already dating Vanessa. <laughs> I tried to put... What, I'm not trying to be a cock blocker, but he is already dating. I mean, I, I tried to add a little splash of chocolate there, but you know, Miss Linda was, oh, was running. We are, we are not putting that out there, Gerard. They already know that I'm super private. Okay. We're not, okay. not going to start I'm, that rumor so that everyone will be like, wait, what's happening with you two? I, hey, hey. I'm, okay. Yeah, no. <laughs> We're not talking about that on international YouTube that's there forever and ever and ever and ever. Uh, that yeah, is a DM. Under, understood. Okay, so let's have this conversation again real quick. So mm -hmm. what are you saying about women exactly that we're not being held accountable that part? What well, what I what I'm noticing is there there's a new wave where women are starting to say, no, that's wrong. 
regardless of who's doing it. And I love that. But for so many years, it's been, we've been teaching women independence, independence, mm -hmm. uh, go make your own dollar. Uh, you can, you can have your own place. You can have as many sexual partners as you want. Be promiscuous. Even back to, there's a study, the, the, the woman that owned Cosmo, uh, Cosmopolitan magazine. Mm -hmm. She's like, I think she's like a Catholic now. She like repented for her sins and all of this stuff for where they were openly getting women to pretty much break up their household. They, and they were teaching and selling a fantasy lifestyle. So now women say women from that wave with the feminist era, they starting to do this whole thing where it was, they're trying to make that fantasy lifestyle a reality. And instead of having to do the work within self, Oh, I'm just unhappy with what's out there. So I'm going to go find these different pieces to try to put together and fill this void when the void wouldn't be there. If you did the work, the hole is only bigger because you're not doing the healing. It's something with within yourself. So we blame other people for not fulfilling us when your happiness is your own. Okay. I agree with everything that you just said right there, but I don't think that that's what you said earlier. Is that what you well, said earlier? Well, and the other piece earlier was I said, I said, women aren't get, aren't, aren't taking accountability. They're not, for, they're not making other women. They're not holding other women accountable for their actions. Now, Gerard, are men holding each other accountable for their actions? We do. We do most. Of, see, this is okay. So I'm happy you said that. Here's the thing. When I talk to my, when, when we talk to each other, like we may do it in a joking manner, but it's coming from a place of, I care about you. You need to do better. So when I tell my homeboy, boy, you get fat, man, what you been doing? Boy, you eating all the, all the honey buns and cookies. Like it sounds like a joke. To somebody else, it's like, Dad, keep bagging on his homeboy. But my homeboy, that yeah, I've been, I, I've been kind of not on my p's and q's, and that was a reminder that I need to get back to it. That was a reminder to him. So, it's it's different for men. We hold each other accountable. Like we've been doing that in the barbershop since the beginning. Like so, when I say accountability, we'll tell our homeboy, man, you jacked up for that. Like he do something with his girl, and I'm not going to tell your girl about that, but I'm going to tell you, well, because it's not my, it's not my, it's not my place to tell his girl anything. As a man, it would be his place to, to correct that situation with his so woman. So then, okay. But so, men hold each other accountable. Yes, we do. Okay. So, but here's, here's my issue with that. So you hold each other accountable and you say, for example, like you said, Hey, you did this such and such to this girl and, and, that's foul of you. But when that behavior is not corrected, because then that same friend does the same thing to the next woman, then what do you do? Then that's when you end up with a man who's leaving a trail of broken women. Then there's broken women who never take accountability to heal themselves. And then those women who are not healed get with men. And then right. you end up with, you, you end up with this situation right here. You have a woman who is not healed within herself. She hasn't taken accountability for anything. Because how do you, she hasn't taken accountability for cheating. She said it was your fault. Okay, so let's use that example. Let's use that. She hasn't taken accountability, I agree, mm -hmm. for cheating on him. But 
where, just like in your example, has he taken the accountability for himself to heal mm. himself before he moves forward in any relationship? Because it's he, clear that he's not re even respecting mm. himself. No, absolutely. He's absolutely not. He's, he's uh, again, he's not even being, he can't be the head. This is the problem I have with polyandry. You can't be the head of a relationship, a leader, a protector, a provider when somebody else also holds that title. So he hasn't even established himself as that man for her, yet he's going to allow her to bring somebody else in who most likely will have more power than him because he's fulfilling the exciting part. And we all know that boring gets put to the side. I mean, think about it. Work versus fun. You know, pleasure, you know, pleasure and pain. You you got you're always going to you're always going to side with the thing that makes you happy is, you know, ego versus spirit. So right now she's living here. She's living in an ego. Her I, spirit I mean, I made a commitment. You. Yeah, her I spirit made you. a commitment. And and he's wrong too. I agree with you. I think that this first couple, uh, Elisa and Mike, are, are not representing whatever you think the lifestyle is. That's not what this is. What this is, is one woman has decided that she wants to stray outside of her marriage and she's going to make it work and she's going to make it work right in front of her husband's face. Let's move on to this next thruple. Mm -hmm. So we have Kenya, Carl, and Tiger. Kenya's in the middle, obviously. Uh, if you're looking at the screen, uh, Carl's in the green and Tiger is in the blue blazer. Okay, I'm going to get your thoughts first about this overall thoughts about this couple. Okay. Um, first and foremost, let's, let's take a look at this picture. Now, just looking, just looking at this, this, this image, right? We see a young lady glammed up, doll up. She's, she's in the middle, in the forefront. We have both of these men, shoulders very relaxed. Uh, facial expressions are are never one of excitement or happiness. And this immediately tells me I run the show. She runs the show, for sure. I, I run the show. The Ten minutes. This is, this is, look at me. I got this. I say we doing. I want to move this way. Blah, blah, blah. And... The sad thing is, uh, one of the brothers, I, I I feel like he he has a little bit of, I'm the man, while the other one is, a, very much a, a yes man. You know, very much a, I I I get along to get along. And I wonder if they would be able to. Sometimes people. Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch new episodes of Grey's Anatomy Thursdays at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Let's be real. Sometimes people take a relationship 
that may be less than what they really want or desire because they can't get what they want to desire. So I'm going to take, I'm, I'm going to take what I can get. And I feel like that's the case. Looking at this is like, look how pretty she is. I couldn't get a woman like that if I was by myself. So I'll share her with somebody. Interesting take. Interesting. My take on this is uh, she's absolutely in charge. And if that is the life that you want as a female, good on you. I think that we all um, we all desire different things. And so for me, I guess I'm going to, I guess I have to be a little bit open. Eh. Um, for me, that is not how I was raised and nor I'm like strong in all the things in my life. I handle my my career and my household and all the things what i don't want to have to do is be in charge of two men like you just just be the man and i know that that's old school thinking you guys but that's just that's what i prefer i get no. that other people have their own preferences but when i saw this thruple i was like kenya's in charge and kenya gets what kenya wants and Kenya has been married to Carl, the guy in the green, you guys, for 26 years. And she's been with Tiger, the guy in the blue, for 10 years. So this is not brand new to them, okay? But my take on it, after watching this episode, was Kenya hits a point in her relationship where she gets bored. So Kenya was why, why? married to Carl... For all the years, and I'll show you guys, they have a whole family, all the things. Then she met Tiger, who was coincidentally at a Halloween party dressed up as Tiger Woods. But that's a whole other conversation that, that we can have. Meets Tiger, kicks out Carl from the marital bedroom, and then decides that she's staying with Tiger. Now she's hit the 10-year mark with Tiger. And guess what? She's tired of him too. She wants to start dating again. So she wants Tiger to have his own bedroom because right now she cohabitates with Tiger and Carl stays in his own room by himself and justifies that by saying he's an introvert and he likes to be alone. Fool, you don't like to be alone. You've been married for this woman to this woman for 26 years. If you indeed, in my opinion like being alone, you would have left this woman. Because then, you guys, when... This is where I was just like, I don't believe any of this, and I'll break down everything else. But when he literally said that it was all about Kenya's feminine prowess, and she... Uh, what did she say? She, he said that the primary sexual relationships yeah. are with Tiger and Kenya... And when Kenya feels like it, her husband of 26 years, when she feels like giving him a little bit of attention, then she'll come over. But that's basically, he's just there to be there, in my opinion. Because like, Same. who, listen, you guys, I'm going to pop this down because I really need you guys to see my face. Who in the right mind as a grown ass person is going to just accept the scraps? Who in the right mind, and this is the problem I'm having with all of them, why would you not think that you're worthy? Why would you not think that you are worthy of 
love from some other human being? Why are you accepting <clears throat> the partials? Whether you believe in this lifestyle or not, even if it was just one person, what I'm not about to do is spend 26 years with you and then you say to me, oh, you go into the other room and I'll come in, kick it with you when I feel like it. One oh. word. Oh, fear. Fear. Fear of what? Fear of the unknown. Fear of the unknown is, been, is the biggest fear for most human beings. And for... This is why this is why I teach and preach the men the the the, the men that I kind of uh, that I coach and the, the couples that I talk to I teach men there's something about a man who takes ownership of his person not just physical fitness but that plays a very huge part look at him how much do you care about yourself and if you're you don't know your self worth and you don't care enough to take care of yourself, then how can you expect somebody else to have that same set of values, the same care uh, level of care for you? So I, I believe he's afraid of the unknown. I'm it's that simple thing. I would much rather allow this person to do as they do as they please, so that I don't have to start over. I don't have to be alone. Nobody, he, he doesn't want, he's not alone because they're there. There's kids involved. So, I mean, if he wanted to be alone, he could be alone. He doesn't want to be alone. So because you're saying because he doesn't want to be alone, that, that he just will take the scraps. He'll take whatever he can. And from, and, and I'm pretty sure um, from, from some of the things that I've deduced, he has to have a life outside of that relationship to to sustain himself. Think about that. If you're that okay with their relationship and you're that okay with your wife, like you said. Yeah, I got you. There's something outside. You have you you have something fulfilling you somewhere else. You're probably not wrong. Okay, so Kenya. 40, let's do the breakdown. Kenya's 48, uh, Carl's 52, and Tiger, who's in the blue there, is 40. Uh, Kenyan and Carl are entrepreneurs. Tiger is an investor. He's uh, 40? Yeah. The guy in the blue jacket? Yep. Did you think he was older or younger? Uh, I, I, I can never... I, you know, you don't project yourself onto other people, but we're human beings and we tend to pass judgment. That's who we are. That's what we do. People judge me. I I, I tend to do the same thing. It's just, I, I hate to see, I, I hate to see, I hate to see my brothers like not know their, not know their value and not take care of themselves. And, and, and yeah, so well, it's just shocking. That, what I think part of what you're saying is, and I'll say it because black don't crack, but I think that he's unhappy in his situation. Stress the it fuck is, out. I'm sorry. I'm he is. Not cussing, but like, I think yeah. that he's 10 years in. There's no ring on his finger. As we'll get into this, there's no commitment on her part. She can walk away at any moment. Remember, she's only married legally to Carl. So Tiger is put in 10 years. They, amongst the two of them, uh, Tiger and Kenya have no children. He has a child outside of this situation, but 
even 10 years in, in my opinion, you guys, he doesn't feel stable in this relationship. And he's feeling more unstable because guess what? She wants him out of her bedroom and she wants to start dating again. So yeah. keep yeah. all that in mind. So, um, and here's why I said earlier on that I think that Kenya has a point in her life, in her relationships where she gets sick of her partner. Cause here's what's happened. And don't forget you guys, 26 years married to Carl, 10 years married to Tiger. Now, she's married to Carl. They have a bunch of kids. And let's go ahead and show that. They got married quite young. Obviously, this is uh, Carl and Kenya on their wedding day. I'm assuming definitely loving the Afrocentric vibes. Uh, you can tell that they were really young and they had three kids and here they are with their three kids. Now, in the 12th year of their marriage, this is the what the wording they use. They decided that she'd have multiple partners because she met and fell in love with another guy. So she met and fell in love with another guy prior to them agreeing. Let, let's let's. I, I, I follow, I, I'm, I was, you know, I'm aware of this couple prior to the show and let's just like, you know, uh, a common thing, a common, you know, what, what's the word I'm looking for? A common denominator, denominator. with all of these, all of these, uh, relationships is the woman found somebody prior to introducing or to them agreeing. So y'all, y'all dog me. For me and my wife agreeing to bring another woman in our uh, into our marriage, but y'all, I don't hear nothing about y'all getting on these women for just straight up cheating, just straight up cheating. And now it's like, hey, look, I want to keep that thing I found, and this is a way for me to do it. That's the problem I have with a lot of people in the poly community. But that's not what this is. I don't think. I don't think she's trying to cheat because she's very no. She's, she don't have to that part one of the thing kenya is showing me from this episode is she's very clear about what she wants and she gets what she wants and she's very like this is my relationship and you two are just part of what i'm doing in my journey and again we all want think different things but here's what i i find interesting is that for kenya and i keep saying this there is a point in my mind where she's like i've plateaued and I'll tell you why, she, because she says, um, she says something to the effect, and I can't find it, but to the fact where we're just in a different part of our relationship, meaning she's tired. She's tired of whatever this is. She's bored of it. She wants to bring in some new, fresh energy into her relationship. That's why she wants another husband. And she's how does allowed. You think that make her look? How, how does that make her look to you as far as like you're you're a woman looking at another woman again. Where's the where so I, I how does that make you how does that make you feel as a woman? You 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 you're doing you're doing everything on your own. You grinding, you creating and you're you're a very successful woman strong so it's not about capability here and then you see another woman how can can you cheer somebody like this on can you be can you be in her corner 
knowing that this in, is a, can i be in kenya's corner can, yes i can be in kenya's corner because this is definitely not what i would want but if she is if she is able to there's do this, two other human beings that so you're okay with somebody blatantly blatantly telling their partner you know i don't care what about what's best for you i'm gonna do what's best for me where's where where in a marriage is that the is that the goal okay but okay but drive it's not her responsibility to make sure that these two who See, say that's that, the accountability part just this not, is this go ahead go ahead go ahead, I'm go, sorry, ahead. Go, ahead. go ahead what this is this is what i mean by accountability why is it always i hate when people do the whole you know i'm gonna do my job here okay let me do it put it this way i'm gonna do my job as a husband regardless of what my wife is doing right so i can't say i can't blame her for my shortcomings right and vice versa so I think a lot of people you're saying like, oh, she's living her life. She's doing it and creating the way she wants to. It's their fault. You see how you see how we we're going to say, oh, it's their fault that. And yes, while it is their fault that they're accepting it, it's her fault for even creating the situation. But how do we know that she created the situation? Because let's flip it back to you. You're mm -hmm. you're living the lifestyle. So are you saying you created your situation? We're we're saying she created the situation because they said she created the situation. She introduced it. She she wanted it, and then she wanted it again, and now she wants it again. So okay, and she, I'm I'm trying to figure out why you think that that's a bad thing. What's wrong with that again? It's not that it's a bad thing, but it's a bad thing if the other two people are going along to get along. And and and, and, and it's very not your responsibility though. That's not her. Why is it not your responsibility Listen, to your partner? Because she has been very clear, Gerard, that this is what she wants. And this she should, is who and she, she should is. Leave, and she should leave when she know that partner is like. Here's when I. But why should she leave, and why should they not leave? Because I didn't say that they shouldn't. And, and, and let let me be very clear. I've already established that out of four four of these. Three, three of these couples immediately, the men, three of those men should just dip, just bounce. I'm not saying that they shouldn't. What I'm saying is the same way, this is what I mean by we you know, women and accountability. It's like, it's easy to say it's these men's fault for where the relationship is. And it is because they're you're, you're supposed to be the leader you're supposed to be guiding but you can't guide a woman that wants to be in her position you say you are okay with her being in that position so if she's in that position where she's the leader and she's guiding the family it is her responsibility then to I make sure that her thank you now you're coming with me now it's her responsibility to make sure that these spouses that she's bringing into this relationship are fulfilled it's not about your fulfillment only this this she's not queen cleopatra getting carried being fed grapes you know what i'm saying you have a responsibility you're a wife I, and, I if see you, what you're and if you expect those men to meet your to, to meet your uh to meet their responsibilities to you as a husband you must do that as a wife i see what you're saying I, I'm, gonna, I I'm, gonna let that, I'm gonna let that percolate for a minute. Okay, okay. 
But I, I see what you're saying. If you're going to be the leader of the family, then be the leader of the family. Male, female, whatever. If you say you are, you've got this and you're, you're the primary, then be the primary. And that means you have responsibility to everyone else that's in the family. Right? Yes, ma'am. Okay, yes, gotcha. ma'am. Okay, gotcha. Okay, so Kenya says that Carl in the green speaks to her on a philosophical level on a spiritual level and tiger gives her the thrill seeking traveling part that's part of her and that's why they work now i know that it may not be that you meet someone that fills all your needs right they might come close but and I'm asking you this because, again, you are an expert in this this lifestyle. Is that part of polyamory where one partner maybe fulfills you in one way and then the other partner fulfills you in another way? Like why? I guess maybe what I want you to do, Gerard, is explain why people choose this lifestyle. Uh, first and foremost, that is a piss poor reason to get into any plural poly uh relationship my wife vanessa fulfills those things for me which is why i married her which is why i remained with her which is why we are able to continue to grow as one now my thing is why would i want somebody that Oh, this person gives me 20%. This person gave me 30%. You know, this person gave me 40%. And I need one more person. You know what I'm saying? To, to, to fill that void. It don't work that way. Every person, work? every person is their own 100%. And what I mean by that, you're not going to get 100% from anybody on any given day. Like, you know, you might get 100% from this person for a couple hours a day, but they are human. They're going to fail you. They're gonna, they're gonna need time to self. They nobody could be your everything all the time. That part. So what happens with these type of people, when that person is not being their everything, they think, oh, I gotta get somebody else. I gotta get somebody else that's gonna fit. when they can't be my everything, this person can step in. And then when that person's not being my everything, I'll back, I'll jump back over here. That is Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly, it's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. It's not why you get into this lifestyle. Okay, so why do you get into the lifestyle? The entire basis behind any plural relationship was A, to not bottleneck your love, right? As far as Bottle, saying... Bottle it? Uh, bottleneck. I was saying like trying well, to... Fun, yeah. yeah. You know, but on top of that, we looking at why it was created. In the, well, I ain't going to say created, but how and why it was created in the beginning. And you have to look at the sense of in America... Look how they have destroyed, uh, and I'm just speaking from personal uh, stuff. Look how they destroyed the black family, you know, how they removed the man from the household. And without getting too deep in debt, the whole reason for a uh, 
polygamy and polygyny for me is to rebuild, you know, the sense of masculinity in the household, you know, fathering children, you know, stopping that, that cycle of fatherless children. Like that, that's a, that's a key part in today's society. Why number two, financial stability, you got multiple incomes, um, what they was doing was pulling the woman out of the household. If it's somebody else working, it's somebody else paying taxes, more taxes, more money for the government. You know, instead of the man going out, working and providing and the woman being able to be in her feminine energy, doing her own thing, creating, creating a personal business, taking care of kids, whatever it is she, uh, you know, that that couple decided to do. But here we are where now poly lifestyles are being exploited for, Promis uh, people who are promiscuous. Now, if you want to just have sex with a bunch of people, do that. But don't put the umbrella of polyamory or any other poly lifestyle over it so that you're not, the view on you is not skewed. And then you have the security piece that I said. Everybody wants to feel secure in their relationship. I want to be secure in who I am to you. I want to be, you know, I want to know that you know, what I, I we can't say what tomorrow holds, but I have a pretty good idea because you've been solid. Now you have these people in these plural relationships where they really don't know what tomorrow holds. And now I'm afraid. And so I'm going to hold on to whatever little piece I can. And you end up with situations like this where they're willing to accept less because they don't know what they would have to accept if they let go. So to short I mean, answer. Wait, yeah, what you're saying makes sense to me. Um, again, that's something else I'm going to have to percolate on because I think that <laughs> even if it was just um, even if it was just two people in a relationship, if you're coming in broken, you're going to accept less regardless if it's two people, five people, whatever. So I think that it comes down to you have to be whole in yourself. You have to bring 100% of yourself into a relationship healed and whole and healthy in order for you to receive love 100% so that you know that it's, it's whole and healthy. Correct. I, I, I agree. Okay. And you know, uh, any, any broken, any broken individual cannot go to another person looking for them to mend those pieces or pick up those pieces or put them back together. Nobody has the power to do that but self, but you. You may get in a situation that makes it easier. I always want to provide an environment for my wife to flourish, to thrive. I can't fix you, but I can provide the workshop and tools so that you can do the work yourself. Because you only you know exactly what it what, where you need so I can say, hey, you need to work on this. And you can say, well, it ain't that I need to work on that, but it's this piece of it. And we're never going to know that because that's an internal thing. That's an internal thing. You know exactly yeah. where you fall short. Yeah. So, I, like I said, I can provide the environment. I can provide the knowledge. I can, I can give you all the tools necessary, but it's up to you to do the work. And the same thing for me. My wife has provided me with a bunch of tools that has, you know, in in a sense of a better word, softened me. 
allowed me to not be as as firm or as as strong uh, or as hard on certain situations. So she's allowed me to tap into my defined feminine. And that's not a negative thing, but it allowed me to be more in touch with my feelings so that I can now understand feelings. And when you're dealing with a masculine woman, I don't need a masculine woman because now what we have is it's, it's no yin and yang. And that's what kind of throws me off about polyandry. Nobody is really being able to play their part. Wait, so are you against polyandry? I, I'll be completely honest. I, I really don't. What? I'm about to. I'm. 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 I'm gonna. I'm. I'm gonna get a lot of backlash for this, but oh I don't feel Lord. like. Oh, I, don't, I don't feel like there's. I don't feel like there's a place in today's world for polyandry. Now, personal opinion, and my personal opinion don't matter to the next man whatsoever, but. It's my personal opinion. I don't see the need for it as far as building and creating. I don't see the need for it. I feel like polyandry is based in feelings. It's about what a person feels and they feel like they need this. Where polygamy and polygyny is based in creating, right? And you probably saying, you know, I I I, I see the I, I see the, the 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 smirk. I'm I'm being completely. I'm not smirking. I'm shocked. Really? I'm shocked. Why? You 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 have a you have a good idea of the type of man I am. Why 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 would that shock you? I'm shocked because I and I do have a good idea and understanding of who you are, but I I feel like you would be understanding. Mm-hmm. I have, I have an understanding. Um, I, I I'm a empath, you know, as far as being a man. Uh, sometimes that savior complex, as a man, be wanting to protect, to provide, you know. So I I have empathy for okay. for people. I have I have empathy for the man in these relationships because I'm like brother. If you only knew, <laughs> I understand. But I don't have sympathy because I look at you and I say, "You you allow yourself to be in this position." None of these men are completely fulfilled. None of the, they're not. They're but not. Are the women... like, even the go ahead. I'm sorry. They, they're not. They're not fulfilled. But show, the show... women. But the women in polyamorous. Okay, wait. I, I'm saying it wrong. What is it when it, the man isn't in, in a plural relationship? Um, you have polygyny and polygamy. Polygyny. polygyny. Polygyny is kind of the mirror of polyandry. Mm -hmm. One man, multiple wives. Polygamy just means multiple spouses. So mm -hmm. polygamy could be three dudes or three women, or it's just it's just multiple spouses. Okay. So so are women in polygamy happy and fulfilled? The ones that accept it. I mean, you have there. Here's the go. There's exception to every rule. There. Okay. There's we'll exception. I, I I have I, I do know women who say, well, I, I, they was just worried they was gonna lose their man, so they let him do whatever. Same same instances what you're dealing with here. That's so, what's happening right now. In the two couples that we've or the two I don't know do we call them couples? Is that what you call them? I mean, uh, thruple. Yeah. Well, yeah. If they're they're yeah three together, they I guess they consider themselves a thruple. Okay, so the first couple and this thruple, 
none of them except for the two women are happy okay mike's not happy carl's not happy and tiger is definitely not happy he's even said as much so let's get into that little bit a bit a little bit so Kenya says they all support each other. And she's like, why am I doing this? It's beneficial to have another person there. It benefits in that no one wants to cheat. It adds serenity to the home. They're all there to support each other. But she um, wants to bring in a new man. And she tells the people that she's dating that she's already in two long-term relationships. And then she said that those men, when she tells them, oh, I already have two long-term relationships, she says that they react well to that. And I had a hard time believing that. And I don't know if it's my one woman, one man sensibility, one partner, one partner, whatever you want to say. But for me, it's one woman, one man sensibility that you can come to me and say that, oh, I have I have these two other long-term relationships. Are you down? And the guy's like, yeah, I'm down. What guy do I know that none? There's not one guy that I know that would be like, oh, unless I can hit it and quit it. I'm not really feeling any of this. What what would I get out of this situation? Sorry about that. Uh, there's nothing beneficial to to the men in a polyandry relationship. That's one of the reasons why. Uh, but that's, that's not what that's I just been said, ma'am. That's not what I just said, though. That's not what you just said, but okay. it's. That that's I want to tell. Well, you asked me a question. My one of my questions to you is: What, what benefits do you see for the man in a polyandry relationship? Because we discussed we in in polygamy and polygyny. You asked me. We discussed what some of the pros and cons for women were. So basically, what benefits women get, and there's many. I only know of one in a polyandry relationship. There's. There's there's none to speak of for a man. Um, well, I think that if we go by the stereotypes um, that have always been out there, that you know men like to sow their seeds and all that stuff, then this could be kind of exciting because here you have this one woman who's who's showering a with attention and b with attention and then other you see other men are giving her attention and you know that that's your woman then how's he sowing his how's he sowing his seed because the time the, she she can't get yeah. i'm gonna say this a woman can produce a child every nine to ten months a man can could produce 90 kids in nine months <laughs> you know so he's not getting to sow his seed because somebody else is somebody else is tilling his land and he has the weight but i he guess has, that's he has the, part, the weight i guess that's the part that maybe i'm not clear on so can these two men not also get other women if this is if this is polyandry which this is what the show is about and this is supposed to be the 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 term for their relationship no they they can't have anybody outside of that relationship because that is then not polyandry now you're turn now this turns into polygamy now this is i'm married to my wife my my wife there's so many little like for instance that it's called a table because it's four corners so four people in a relationship it's different ways for them to be connected you know 
you know, here's here's the wife in the corner. She has a husband here, a husband here. This husband has a woman over here, but she's not connected to the relationship. It's so many different types of dynamics that people can create. That's why it's really just an umbrella term. But it would not be polyandry. Polyandry is simply one woman, multiple husbands. Those husbands are committed to, in essence, they're committed to the other husbands and to the wife. Gotcha. Now, tell me what man wants to be committed to another man. Tell me what man wants to do what's best for another man. Tell me what man wants to submit to another man. I don't have an answer to that. The only reason I don't have an answer to that is because I'm still, I guess, I guess I, I don't really know what the rules are, but I don't think the rules are. Forget 100%. the rules. Okay. So, but then if they. Listen, if, Linda, listen, Linda, Linda, Linda. So then how about this? How about if, if everyone is. If everyone is just fluid, then let's say, and I don't know what this, I'm just talking because I'm, I'm okay. trying to sort through it. But so if this is polyandry where only the woman has multiple husbands and the mm -hmm. men don't have anyone, anyone, but anyone the wife, else. Yeah, correct. Then could it be that the, that all of them could be, um, I don't Intimate. know. Like fluid, right? So intimate. Yeah. So they're all. Yes. They're all there's there's many polyandry relationships where the man are bisexual, and where the man, the the the, the man is bisexual. So what so they do is they they, they bring another a, man in. Yeah. So then they would be accountable to each other. Right, and in polyandry, the men are accountable to each other. Okay. But so I'm that, saying that's what they get out of that. Okay. So, like I said, what? Tell me what man wants to be accountable to another man. Any man who's in a same-sex relationship would want to be accountable to the other man. Exactly. So most of these most of these individuals are realizing that in order for me to be fulfilled in this, I can't if I'm not that kind of man, meaning that if I'm a heterosexual male, I'm never going to be 100% fulfilled knowing that there's another male in my position uh providing giving to my wife both you know mentally physically and spiritually no heterosexual male is going to be fulfilled in a polyandry relationship okay i know that tiger's not fulfilled if you look at his face right now you guys that's a man who is unhappy with his situation. brother so Kenya's looking for other relationships and Tiger's worried that the well, those other men are going to steal her heart. He already is having like pangs of jealousy. Um, and he's not feeling secure in the relationship. Now, meanwhile, Kenya's saying, well, we all have individualized relationships. Carl has his own bedroom. Carl's the guy in the green. She shares a room with Tiger, but now wants Tiger, who's in the blue, to have his own room because she wants to bring in a new 
situation. Those are her words. Fresh meat. And she wants her own bedroom so that she can add new people. Now, she wants him out of the room. So she's brought in Carl, who she's been married to 26 years, who she's already done this to, you guys. She's brought Carl in <laughs> to talk to Tiger, to let him know that it's okay, that he will be okay <laughs> in his own room by himself. He's 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 getting ushered. Hey, come on, man. Come join the friend zone with me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, look, man. It's it's cool over here. Look, man. They bring, you know, we get lemonade, we get free time, you know. <laughs> oh my god. See what I'm saying? So she wants Tiger out of the room. Um, like Carl had to. And so Tiger is now kind of bucking up a little bit. He's like, well, why do you want another partner? He asked. And she says, because she likes being in love. And to me, that was so hurtful. So what does that mean that you don't love these two fools? Yeah. And so you words got... matter. Words right. matter. Hear me, out, don't get... Hear me out, though. This is what I'm saying. So let's just let's just think about this, you guys, because I said this at the top of the show. So she says that she likes being in love. You've already been married to Carl for 26 years. You've been with Tiger for 10 years. And then you're telling both of them that, hey, y'all need to go to your corner rooms because I am I got some new fresh meat coming in and I can't, I can't be hanging out with y'all. So you go do what you got to do and live your quote. She said individualized relationship while I go out and date. Now, here's what I said, and I've said it like three times now. She hits a point in her relationship, whether that is 10 years or 12 years, where she's like, I'm done. I'm bored. I need someone new. And Tiger sees, in my opinion, Tiger sees that that's what's happening. And yeah, so he, wasn't, he wasn't worried about it when it was him. No, he wasn't. Because he wasn't. He's he like, yeah, I'm here. He in the bedroom. He got to be the primary sexer. Don't so cry he, now. Don't Tiger, don't cry now. You know, don't don't cry now, man. What's what they say? What's that term? What's good for the goose, good for the gander, or some something like yeah, that? Yeah, that uh, part. Yeah, yeah, hey, bro. But I just did. I, you guys, I thought that it was so sad that she's like, I like being in love. That's why I want you out. So are you are you saying without saying that you don't love these two anymore, or you're not in love with them? You have mm. love for them because I feel like you're gonna have to clarify that a little bit moving forward with the show. So then. Tiger in the blue jacket says, are we not enough? And then she said, no, it's not that. This is what I was looking for earlier. She says, okay. we're just moving from one phase of our relationship to the next. <laughs> the phase, the phase where you get phased out. <laughs> that, yeah. That that's part. that's the phase. All the way out. She sounds like a single mom sending her kids to the room because she got company coming over. That's what, like, Hey, kind of. you know, your kind potential of. stepdaddy is coming, like, disperse. So the other thing that um, Kenya is not really impressed with right now is that she feels like because Tiger has been the main uh, primary, she said primary sexual partner, she wants to have more sex and they fight about it in the mornings because they've been having less sex. And so... Miss Linda, she mm -hmm. wants to have more sex? Mm-hmm. Isn't it an is it another sexual partner sitting right next to her? Yeah, but we already talked about that. 
Carl said that he's not the primary sexual partner. He only I, gets sex when she feels like it. I, I understand that. That's my that's my question. That you you have a you you have two sexual partners, but you're not sexually fulfilled. You're yeah, not because, having enough. I mean, you're not having we, enough sex. If we go by her words, she likes being in love, and maybe perhaps you know, if she is, she likes being in love. That's why she needs some new partners. So make of that what you will. Do you feel? Do you feel? Do you feel like they've uh they've they've plateaued? They they're not they're not uh. I think Ken is bored with them. I think she loves. I think she loves what this dynamic brings for her. It brings a sense of stability. She's been with this guy for twenty six years, so she knows him in and out. She's got three kids with him, so <sighs> that's a that's a family that she's established. And then when she went out to the Halloween party and she met, you know, Tiger, who was dressed up as Tiger Woods, and she had that connection with him, she thought he was fine. And all of a sudden, 10 years later, she's bored with him. Like I keep saying to you guys, I think she reaches the plateau, either 10-year or 12-year mark, where she's like, I'm bored, and I need some, some someone new to, quote, be in love with. Because she does go on to say that she will always be dating. So... Tiger feels unsettled about having a new partner and he's not on board with it. And Tiger says that instead of her dating, he wants to have a wedding and she doesn't want to have a wedding. And she blames his mama because even though they've been together for 10 years, his mama refers to her as the woman, the married woman that my son is dating. Yo, mamas are brutal. Yo, moms, black mamas, Latin mamas, Latinas. Ooh. Yo, mom, moms is brutal, and and rightfully so. Um, I I, I feel. I just I feel bad I feel bad for the brother I I mean I I really do he wants a wedding she like eh, dude you you could be phased out that that that's really and and the only reason why that ain't the case with the other guy they got kids together I mean yeah but also she never hangs out with them he like he said he stays alone in He's not his alone. room He's he not said alone. he says. He loves being alone. He's an introvert. He enjoys his alone time. That's what he said. But I hear what you're saying. He's he's not physically alone because he has all these people around him. Is that what I, you're saying? I'm also saying that somebody else is fulfilling oh, okay. that that position. That's yeah. yeah, yeah. Let, let's yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, come on. Unless he's Big Ed. And been single for like 30 years. I hear you. So you can't do it. No, I just think it's a it's unnatural. It's not oh, oh oh uh before you uh you said dating. She she always she's always gonna be dating, right? Um I think that any couple, any 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 permanent long-term relationship, life partner, marriage, whatever you want to call it, uh you're always going to be dating. Me and Vanessa have been dating each other for 15 years. I don't never really under, I don't understand. That's when marriages start to deteriorate 
when you're just cohabitating, cohabitating, and you're not actually dating. That's where I feel like uh, a lot of marriages start to fail. You lose connection. Yeah, I agree with that. You should always be courting your partner. Uh, Vanessa says that Kenya is being brutally honest. She said she's always dating because she loves the attention. Uh, what this episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Crystal from across the pond. Hello, Renee. Hello, Raydella. We're really getting into some conversations over here, you guys. Trying to figure it out. It's all very convoluted. But at the end of the day, for this thruple, just know that Kenya's in charge. Carl has basically thrown in the white flag or the white towel, whatever that saying is. He's like, I'm 26 years in. I'm good. I got my three babies. I can kick it in the bedroom and play video games by myself. When and if Kenya calls me to like be like, hey, let's hook up. I'm here and available. But I'm not the primary uh bada bing bada boom guy so he is, he is he living a dream is he living a dream i mean i, I, I asked the man out there any male viewers is he living a dream i think the consensus would be no uh but you know we'll tell it up later i want to see uh, uh, yeah so if you guys are watching the replay definitely leave a comment uh, and I'll make sure that one of us responds to it and we'll tally it up and, and figure it out. Um, and then as far as Tiger, Tiger is telling her, I'm not down. I was the new guy. I want to stay the new guy. I want you to stay in my bedroom. I don't want to have my own separate bedroom, even though I'm a grown ass man. I don't want that. I want to be the main one. I can't imagine. And he even said it. All the things I'm saying, you guys heard it on the show. He's like, I can't imagine some other new dude, you know, being all up on you. He has no qualms about Carl because he was the replacement of Carl. And now bring in the third dude, and the third dude's going to be the replacement of Tiger. And Tiger is not trying to be replaced. Right. Well, so again, what was the agreement? That's that's a that's a that's you know one last question about that. What was the agreement? I think I it all. I think it. What did they discuss when this relationship started? Was it know. we're not dating anymore? Was it? At some point in time, I, I want somebody else. That's the type of stuff that I think they need to, uh, you know, make sure people understand as well. Because whatever you whatever whatever you start out with, I'm going to hold you to that. And then when you switch it up on me, I'm not wrong. Look at my brother right there, Stevie. Stevie said, hell no. He's not living the dream. Joshua no. says he's not living the dream. But then again, who is dream? Hey. hey. <sighs> Understood. Ain't nobody. I'm not coming out. It's I'm. It's like, hey, go to your room. You could come out and get some fruit snacks and juice whenever I say so. You know, other than that, you know, stay. That's that's crazy. I just, I just cannot settle for just crumbs. Like, and that's how I feel that is happening in all of these couples, yeah. couples and couples so far. It's like, why do you not think that you deserve more? But we'll get into that. Yeah, you don't That's deserve crumbs. You deserve the whole cake. You know, right. I, bake, I bake, I bake very well. Oh, Lord. <laughs> hey, hey, behave yourself. 
Oh, okay, yeah, Kim okay, yeah. and Dustin. Now, Kim and Dustin, mm, here's another one where Dustin basically said he could see his wife falling in love with someone else. And he didn't say this part, but I'm saying it. Instead of leaving her, he figured he's just going to let her go ahead and, and fall in love as long as he could be a part of it. So, Kim is, oh, I don't think I have her age. Dustin's 42. They've been together for 13 years. They've been married for 11 years. He has two sons from his first marriage. So he was already previously married before he married Kim. Um, and then together they have a seven-year-old. So they have three kids combined. Um, she was his teacher. He was an adult when he went back to school after his first failed marriage. She too also has a failed marriage. Um, and then boom, they, that's when they met. So they met when they were, I want to say, in broken places they had just Correct. had failed failed relationships marriages at that and they came together i guess to console each other and then 13 years later they're still together but guess what they're already in different places because kim wants another dude and mm -hmm. to the point where she met another dude and got with him and then told Dustin, and Dustin either had to come on board or keep it pushing. And Dustin decided to come on board. So, so what did you just tell me? The same. So what, what are we hearing? I found something else. You could rock with it or you could kick rocks. Basically, so that we've heard that for all three so far, right? Because the first one, yeah. what's her name? Erica, what's that her name? Uh, Elisa. Uh, Elisa. Elisa cheated before she got married, right? Mm -hmm. And now Correct. she's fulfilled four years into her marriage and is like, I want a boyfriend. They pick some terrible examples. I know, I know a polyandry couple. And while I don't agree with polyandry, they doing their thing. I they would have I, I so still they 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 pick some they pick some terrible representatives. Y'all, for the, those of you that have come in late and are going to have to watch the replay, let me just catch you up real quick for this point here. Gerard Clark, who we all know from Seeking Sister Wife, who lives a polyamorous lifestyle and just... Polygynous, um, polygynous lifestyle. Oh, wait, polygynous, because polyamorous is the umbrella, who lives a polygynous lifestyle, does not believe in polyandry. I, I didn't okay. I, I didn't say I don't believe in it, but what I what I what I said was, or what I mean. Let me clarify: is that I don't agree with the. I don't. I don't there's no need for it. I don't. Uh, polyandry isn't based in necessity; it's based in feelings or desire. So uh, there's no need for polyandry. So while I don't agree with it. I'm not knocking it. If it works for the people it work for, then so be it. I don't want to get, you know, like, but I don't, I don't agree with it. I don't see the need for it. Doesn't agree with it. Doesn't see the need for it. He does explain that. So you guys, if you're coming in late, you're going to have to go and listen and watch the replay. Cause he does break it down on, on why he has those thoughts. Meanwhile, back to Kim and Dustin. <clears throat> um, so not only were both of these two married before they got together. Kim brings in her spirituality part of it. She 
uh, comes from a very strong Christian family. So when she met her first husband, she followed those rules where there was like no sex before marriage and all the things, all the things she, she lived that lifestyle. And then of course her and her husband, not of course, but her and her husband, first husband grew apart, which is what we're seeing right now. So she has a little bit of a crisis of faith. Her family blames Dustin, which is her current husband. And so there's a little bit of a family feud because of that and bring us fast forward to where we are. Now, where are we right now? According to Dustin, their sexuality and their sensuality are tied into their spiritual growth, but he doesn't define what that spirituality is. He just says that it's all tied together. And hence, because of that, they're seeking other partners. Now, he's not seeking another partner, even though he says they are. Are you sure? I, See, this, I, this is what I was telling you. This is what I'm talking about. Are you are you sure? You sure he didn't mean they? I mean, I, I see people. People say you gotta you gotta you know people say things and and you know listen to everything like a, you just like a Freudian slip. <laughs> Oh, okay. We, okay. You know what this is. You know what this is. You you know what this is. Okay. Okay. So Kim says that Vince uh, Vincent. So this is Vincent, who she met, was their mm -hmm. guinea pig. Those are her words, not mine. And they met through mutual friends. And oh, the black man a guinea pig on national TV. Listen, y'all, I just, I can't get into that. We don't have enough time. That's yes, why I had to qualify that th those are her words and not my words. I'm just letting you know that this is, this is what it is. Yes, And so yes, uh, they met through mutual friends. Vincent is 36. He's already had two failed marriages. And so he was feeling a lot of shame about that. He wasn't feeling like 100% and he has two kids. And that's when he met Kim. So if you're seeing a pattern at all in, in some of these relationships so far, they're, they're meeting at their lowest points and bonding over whatever trauma that is. Yes, that trauma bonds. We're seeing a lot of that so far, in my opinion, because you're bringing it up, so it must be important. That's a fact. So she felt like, excuse me, Vincent felt that uh, Kim just accepted him for who he was. Um... And so all of a sudden, Kim says that I absolutely fell in love with Vincent. Um, and so she's in love with these two men, Vincent and Dustin, at the same time. And she says it goes against everything that she was taught. However, she puts the qualifier out there saying that it's against everything that she was taught. But she now still wants to bring someone else into the relationship. and quote, date outside of Dustin and outside of Vincent. So Pandora's box has now been opened for her. It, you're not wrong. So Vincent, when he came on board, he wasn't really on board with all of it, right? So he didn't 
automatically click with Dustin, right? But you also have to remember he's coming in from a place of shame and trauma, uh, failed relationship after failed relationship. So I can't say that he was at his best Vincent, right? So over time, he says that him and Dustin became friends. But Dustin thinks that they're best friends, <laughs> which I find interesting. So she still wants Kim still wants to date around. Um, and Vincent is not here for it. He starts pulling away because he's like, Well, where do I stand in all of this? Again, he was the new guy. So as the new guy, he didn't have a problem. He didn't feel jealousy towards Dustin. He didn't feel threatened by Dustin because why would he? He was the new guy. But now the new guy is being replaced. And so his feelings are hurt. And he literally says, I'm not really for this. If I'm not enough, then I don't want to be a part of it. And so that's where mm -hmm. we stand. So he comes over for dinner and he's definitely distant, you guys. And he definitely had an attitude because she opened the door. She went to embrace him. Did you guys notice that? And he walked right by her and she's looking at him. She goes to embrace him again. And then he kind of gives her, you know, when you embrace him, tap, tap, tap. <laughs> That's what he did. But guess what? As soon as Dustin came, they were all bromancing it out, hugging, hugging. And I was like, oh, so you guys are besties now. So Kim wants to try and date Vincent again. But because he's already taking a step back because he's not comfortable with her wanting other people, he's not really for it. So he says to her, well, where do I fit in this? And over time, what's going to happen to me? And she says, well, if you want to be in a romantic relationship with me, you're going to have to be okay with me. What did she say? If you want to be romantically involved, you'd have to be okay with me being involved with other people. And he says that he doesn't think he has it in him. And she said people, and she meant what she said, meaning this is not the, this, we're not, I'm not stopping here. I'm not stopping here. So I don't, do people know what commitment means? But I guess, Gerard, my question to you is why get married and be committed if you want to just date around? Security. This, is, this, is, this security of what? That's my, my point exactly, but I'm saying that's that's why people do it. it here's the thing. I don't want to go through this thing alone, so I'm going to go through it with somebody. I'm going to go through it with somebody. But now that I'm starting to gain some traction, I got, I, I'm got. i 10 toes down. I'm back on my feet. I, I've, I've been able to kind of, you know what I'm saying, find myself a little bit. And now that I find myself, I'm not as much as this person as I was when I was when I found them and, and I don't, I don't want to stay in that position, leave the relationship and go establish yourself as you are with somebody new so that you can be who you genuinely are with them because that other person is holding on to who you were. We all change and grow every day. So we're growing and changing together. That's not the case with these people because it's like, Hey, this is what you introduced to me, and this is what you told me, and this is what you showed me. Now you're telling me something completely different. Because unless they're keeping this information from us, which I doubt the other stuff that they express, 
you knew what it was from the jump. I have a husband. I want you to come in and join the relationship. Uh, and like they said, someone was like, nah, I ain't really with that. Someone was like, but they did it anyway because they knew what was being presented to them. You didn't say nothing about, hey, give me a couple of years. I'm going to want something else. And then to the women's, to the women's, I guess, defense, you don't know that going into it. I'm, I'm, but maybe they did. Maybe they did know, and it's like, hey, I'm gonna, I'm gonna ride this out, and then I'm gonna try something new. But um, this current situation, I think, is more along the lines of, uh, like, like we said that she, Pandora's box has been open, and she's uh, finding herself sexually. This, this is definitely based in some. Uh, this is based in pleasure. This has nothing to do with commitment. This has nothing to do with. They keep saying spirituality because they're trying to. They're trying to. They're mixing up sex, which is sacred energy exchange, which that's what sex is. With, with, with effing. Like she's just she's she's just being physical with with other people because you you don't share those type of. Uh, those are soul ties. So then why get married? She uh, shouldn't that's, that's they the shouldn't have. I just feel like why get married? If you want to explore and you realize that perhaps when your very first marriage, you said that you didn't have the opportunity to explore in your younger years, and then you got married right away when you were in trauma and didn't heal from that, why would you then now say, hey, instead of let me walk away from this relationship and see who I am as a person and completely heal myself and see who I am because I might be a completely different person on my own and then go out and date and then maybe never get married again because maybe marriage is not for you. Maybe you just want to continue to explore. I feel, and I keep saying this, I don't understand why people are settling for less than. Everyone deserves 100% love. You deserve it. You deserve it. Whatever you've been through, whatever trauma you have, at the end of the day, you still deserve to be loved. And little bits yes. of attention, that's not love. Little bits of, hey, you know what? I'm going to hold on to this because I put in the time and energy into this person. That's not love either. Time is just a construct. So what you put 10 years in? Was it 10 happy years? And are you happy today? And if you're not, then you have to reevaluate that. Facts. And no person, and my, I guess this is also is my issue with this whole thing, no person is better than you. No person's needs and wants should, should be above your needs and wants. Your needs and wants should be equal, and your partner should want to fulfill all your needs and wants. And okay, you, you said equal. To, I was, I was, I was agreeing. You said equal, and that 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 brought me back. Brought you back to what? You were not agreeing with me. Because I, I do feel like uh, what you were saying. You know, you don't put uh, don't put anyone wants and needs above your own. And I think in I'm a, saying this, and I'm going to stand by it. Okay. What I'm not about to do is put my wants and needs on the back shelf because my no. partner feels like, oh, they want to go and date. They want to go and be showered with love and affection. And I'm supposed to stay here no. and be like, oh, I'm cool being the introvert in my room by myself. That's not going to happen. <laughs> What's not going to happen is we bought this condo together and 
I'm secluded to the second room and you're bringing who and who and whoever in and you're sleeping with the other partner while I'm just back in there and you're going to come ring a bell no. if you feel like you're going to give me a little bit of attention. That's what I mean by saying okay, okay. someone else's wants and needs are not going to be put above mine. What's going to happen in a relationship that I would want to be in is that I have wants and needs and my partner has wants and needs and we equally... Okay. Figure them out and are there for each other that way. That's what I'm saying. No one's needs are above your own. And you have to be healthy and happy in yourself. If you can't do that, you are not going to be able to spot when someone is not giving you full love. And I'm going to give mm. you an example of that because I have to tell you that I feel the worst for this guy right here because Mike is not in tune with who he is as a man, nor is he in tune with who he is as a person. And I'm going to tell you why he is not in tune with who he is as a person because this woman, you guys think about it, take away the seeking brother, husband part, take away all of it. Just think human beings. This woman spent all the years with him and cheated on him just before they got married. And he accepted it. He didn't accept it right away. Of course, his feelings were hurt, all the things. And he even said it. He had to decide whether he was going to stay in it mm -hmm. or leave. And he decided, in my opinion, that he was not worth enough. So he stayed. I will say this. Somebody, somebody cheating like that, 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 and this is going to sound crazy because this kind of go against other things that I've said in the past, but it, it aligns with it still. Because somebody cheated doesn't mean the relationship has to end. Uh, people have low points, right? So let's say, you know, she cheated. He decided to take her, take her back. And if she has to be willing to do the work to make sure that he is in a place to where he understands their security between them two. That is now her job. I don't care what nobody else say. If you, she cheated and it is now her job to make sure, baby, you are, uh, you, you're a concern, Oof. you know, you're loved. Now that's, I said, if he decided to accept it, he accepted it, but the work still has to be done. Now you're, I'm not going to say stupid. You are, being naive and saying, hey, here's here's another version of cheating. Here's another version of cheating. And instead of me saying, hey, I'm not going to accept that because this ain't what we agreed to or whatever, whatever. That's one thing. But he's accepting. And when I say accepting, he's allowing it. Remember, you said that word allowing. Mm -hmm. He's allowing it because he is. So allowing something to happen and accepting it. It's still two different things. He's not. He hasn't accepted it or come to terms with it, but he's allowing it. So it looks like to her, it looks like well, he's he he's just gonna it, he's gonna accept it. He's gonna take it. He's being force fed. So yeah, he he is one of those guys. You you explained it. You explain. I agree with how you put it, and I just wish he would. Uh, because he he seems to be a dope dude. Like he. He took a little red pill, you know, he, if he had a little more, 
he had a little more, you know, uh, to him. Like he'd probably be way more attractive to a whole lot more women because they would be like, "Man, this dude's successful. He's he stands on his word. He's 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 you know." I mean, I'm I'm not sitting here judging other men or whatever, but like the dude seemed like he's decent and can do better as far as dealing with dealing with a woman who's who who can bring something more to the table emotionally. I think that this lifestyle for him specifically is not going to work for him. And I think it's also messing with his sensibilities because she's misrepresenting what the lifestyle is and he is Mm -hmm. believing her. And so I would encourage him to do his own research and figure out if this is in line with the lifestyle, because it seems to me that when your wife is like, well, would you want to meet the other guy? And you say yes, and she doesn't want you to. I don't think that any work has been done. I think that she's basically like, I want to cheat on you and I want you to be okay with it. True. No, thank you. No, thank you. Oh, yeah, definitely I don't hard pass. You for you to cheat. You could go cheat on your own and be bad on your own. Goodbye. Thank you very True. much. He he's gonna find this is what's gonna happen. They're gonna break up. Some woman that's watched this show is going to is gonna is gonna rescue. Up. Yeah, exactly. They she's gonna rescue him and show him, you know, some type of, you know you know, uh, for lack of a better term, real love. And he's going to be like, oh, this is how I could have gotten treated all alone. But before and... you do that, Mike, go ahead and heal yourself. Heal yourself from this relationship so that you don't bring the trauma of this relationship into your new relationship. Let's uh, do take, that. Yeah, take, take accountability for you allowing it to become what it will become so that you can look at self, self-evaluation. That part. You guys, thank you so much for being here. Don't forget to like and subscribe. We are going to be co-hosting the season. So you're going to see a lot more of Gerard. Make sure you're following him all across social media at Madhouse Muscle. He's going to whip you back into shape as well. Uh, A lot of us, you know, we need a little bit of that because of the COVID stuff. (laughs) Um, And we'll see here. Our new, our time is going to, excuse me. I'm not going to say our time, but our day will be on Wednesdays moving forward. And I will keep you posted on the time. And do you want to throw out anything else there? I still can't believe you don't agree with this lifestyle. I just really can't. That's a whole other show, you guys. Oh, this guy said he doesn't believe. No, he doesn't don't agree. You, I he doesn't, doesn't agree I don't with agree. it. But he's in the lifestyle. Here's, I like cereal, but I'm not going to eat it with a fork. Some That's people a- do. That doesn't see, even make see, any sense. That analogy ex- ex- is not the ex- same. It is the same. No, because you said polyamory of, is the umbrella. No, 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 no. I, I, I polyamory That's is what I a, it, no polyamory came came last, right? What's the umbrella? So okay, so if you if you want to do it that way, the umbrella term would be polygamy. Polygamy, polygamy is the umbrella. I, 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 polygamy is more than umbrella. The the first plural relationship was polygynous, a polygynous relationship, polygyny. There was one man who had multiple wives. That was the first plural relationship. My point is this. Okay. I am going to sit with the fact that he does not agree with 
this lifestyle. And we are going to talk about it next week because when we come I, back, tell me, tell me the benefits when we come back. Tell me the benefits that a man receives from a poly and uh, from a, a polyandry relationship. I will. I will. If you I could will. give me more, than, if you could give me three, if you could give me three, I'll, three benefits. Okay. Three solid benefits. And don't then give me, don't give me something I could poke a hole in. Does that even sound like me? You're going to come be back. Tough. It's not going to be tough. I'm going to do some research. You're going to come back and say why it's beneficial. Three benefits for a woman to be mm -hmm. in a okay. polygamous lifestyle. Yeah, easy. Perfect. We'll save easy. it for next week. We're we're tabling it. We're going to come with you. Come back, you guys, next week with our three each, and then we'll sort through it. And you guys can let us know what you think. Fair enough. Fair enough, you guys. Thank you so much for being here. Don't, again, don't forget to like and subscribe. We will see you very, very soon. Bye for now. Peace out.